my cat took a cute little chomp on the corner of my MacBook Pro, and the display just went, and now it's it's fucking gone. It's gonzo. I have an... Uh, fucking quiet. Yeah, yeah, apparently you're quiet. Can you guys hear me a little better now? I just moved the microphone closer to my face. <sighs> Still quiet, huh? I, you know, I just... I wish I had something to tell you. <laughs> I'm I'm using four different adapters right now to get this to work, so I might... I might just be a little quiet. I'm sorry. I'm going to put the mic right in my mouth. Put it, put it directly Put it directly in your mouth. For $10, I'll stick this microphone in my mouth. <laughs> Someone <Apparently>, just joined. <laughs> apparently that's a, pay, a, a donor reward that people would like is you doing ASMR. Check out my OnlyFans where I stick a whole microphone in my mouth. We should do a stupid, wholesome OnlyFans. It's just like check out my OnlyFans where I stack dice for five minutes. Yeah, check out our OnlyFans where we make characters. Our OnlyFans containing pictures of us building characters in our pajamas, (laughs) eating Cheetos, eating Cheetos, making tea. Welcome to Bonus Experience. Mm. We're live from quarantine. <laughs> oh, such really such good go energy. Girl, give us God. nothing. God. <laughs> We're a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. We are also two queer women speaking with authority about games. Yes, we swear. And I'm mad about it. Monica. Yes. How was your evening last night? I had quite the evening last night. I heard you were playing just a humdinger of a game concept. Yeah, it it was quite a hoot. (laughs) For the people in the audience and the people listening to the show who are unaware of what happened last night, the week that this that we are doing this hangout, uh, Onyx Path is doing a series of charity streams to support a whole bunch of different charities. But Danielle, friend of our sh- friend of the show, has been a guest a few times, Onyx Path developer and friend of ours, ran the game she'd been threatening to run. <laughs> <laughs> Which was she runs the game with a cohesive plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where where all the player characters are characters from different RPGs. So everybody has different rules and everyone is at different power levels. It's buck wild, y'all. Yeah. I'm kind of upset that I didn't get to join in. <laughs> but but see previously RE my computer exploded. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, you know, these things happen. I mean, also so uh, it was very interesting to to play in that game because we had a whole bunch of different characters. Uh, I decided I was going to pull down my folder in my closet that's just full of old character sheets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and dig out some old faves. Okay. Who'd you dig out? Uh, I Okay. So part of the because we're doing this for charity. So one of the rewards was for every $20 people earned 
or rather donated ahead of time, I would add another character to the rotation up to four. Okay. <laughs> and then during the stream, every time someone donated 50 bucks, I would switch them. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to also make sure that this was as chaotic as possible. So none of them are from the same game. Good. Excellent. So, of course, I pulled the, quint the, the, the final version of Saris out of my folder. Like, the, 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 like, this was where she was when that game ended, and I, like, immortalized it in pen on a piece of, on a, on a character sheet printed on cardstock. No, okay. really, I did that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, the game needs a, like, 400 XP Essence 5 Exalt. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this is... That's that can only improve things. It's only going to improve things. Yeah, I was just like, I'm going to blow your... I'm just going to make this as hard for you as possible by playing a character who's just nonsense. Uh, <laughs> so then I also busted out my Iron Heroes character, which is a character that I have not played for 15 years, and I only got to play like twice. Okay. But as I, I think I've talked about on the show before, Iron Heroes is a game that I think about at least once every two weeks. Uh, it was... It, I, I barely got to play it at all, but it was like so impactful on me and what what to make that matters to make that worse it's a d20 ogl game oh yeah oh oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like so iron heroes was very much a, a d20 ogl game but it was about literally playing martial classes before we had a term for that right and it wasn't just like fighter and more fighter it was like uh the classes were like dude who's really fast and so their whole thing is like darting in and out of combat and an engagement with people and like getting bonuses for zipping past people and hitting them while you go and okay. then like a, uh, I think there was like a ranged weapons guy there was a multiple like a switching weapons guy there was a heavy armor guy there was basically like a barbarian who like flew into a like a rager type character yeah all right uh very interesting very different classes uh, and none of them are magic users, and there's no magic weapons, so everyone's stats are good. Like, you just, none of this, like, you have to start with an eight. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, good, like, everyone good. just, like, from level two, everyone just has, because my, my character was, was level two, all your stats are good, uh, and it's literally just about being good at fighting. That's that's the game, and it takes place, like, it doesn't really, it, it, there's, like, a paragraph of setting, which is sort of, like, semi-ancient world okay yeah all right all right i'm really into this yeah it was really cool and also written by monty cook i'm pretty sure yeah okay i'm a fan well yeah 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 it's monty cook it has of course it's a d20 ogl product so it's still you know that but the idea rad as hell so i find i got to bust that character out so that was fun oh H has just informed me worse. It's mostly actually by Mike Merles. Monty Cook just published. Okay, well. Oh, well. Never was, mind. No, well, it's still a good game, <laughs> but maybe maybe buy it secondhand, which I think is the only way you can buy it now anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. It's from 2005, and I think it's out of print. So whatever. Don't give Mike Merles your money, but give a, give a small bookstore your money. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So yeah, I played that character. I had the, the shit wizard lined up. Good. Excellent. Proud of you. Uh, and then I had a Through the Breach character as like my last character just because I was like, fuck it, make me use a card deck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do it. And we weren't really watching the like stream. They, we actually got enough donations that I, un that I would have had to switch through all four of them. 
but I was like not really keeping an eye on when money came in. And so I was just like, yeah, yeah, well, you get to fuck with me. You can just at any point in time be like, Monica, change your character. And then <laughs> she, like she was really caught up in running the game, which is fine. So like, sorry, audience, you only got to see two of four characters. It wasn't as chaotic as it could have been, but we do want to try playing again. So maybe you'll get to see the rest later. So that was ridiculous in the yeah. best possible way. Yeah. <laughs> the spoilers, the plot of the whole thing was that our characters, none of which were D&D characters, were transported into some version of D&D. <laughs> and the like, the the kicker was that the like monster that was causing the problems was a vampire, as in like kindred vampire. Oh, okay. So, you know, they were you know, holding court or I don't know. I don't, well, they they were alone. I know. I know something about vampire. Like I don't don't tell anyone because I wrote on like on vampire like fifth edition, but I don't I don't like vampire very much. <laughs> you, you, you know, um, I also don't like vampire very much. I I think, but it's I've, because... I've I've written on all three versions of it. Oh well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I like aspects of fifth edition vampire. I like some of the setting. I like some of the uh oh not some of this I don't like much of the setting at all. I like the setting that I wrote. Is that okay to say? Yes, yeah, okay to say. I mean you, you worked on what Call of the Blood Gods? Yes, I did. It's still not out yet though, is it? Uh, is it? Oh, fucking I don't fucking no. know. I don't, I don't know. know who has access to what. Um I wrote um, I know it's announced and I didn't it go to Kickstarter? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, it did. Okay. Um, I wrote the uh, I wrote the new version of the uh, the set clan. Cool. Which I was actually like really excited about because as little as I know about vampire, like the setites are the only <laughs> thing I really know about. So I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so my only regret is that I had been I had switched off of my exalt character because part of the uh. The, the the vampire was sort of like, yeah, I think maybe if I get killed here, I will respawn basically back in my time period. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like these these D and D peasants can't hurt me. <laughs> okay. So I've just so like they keep coming to try to kill me, and like the beast demands that I defend myself, so I just keep fucking them up. Okay. All right. Okay. And I, I, my only regret is that I had not started with someone else so that I could have switched to the exalt and been been like a zenith fighting a vampire and being like, yeah, buddy, I could take you. Curse of Strahd got weird. <laughs> yeah, one mode to produce sunlight would have worked out nice. I also had, I was like, that, <laughs> that character was entirely glorious solar saber based. And I am certain that vampires count as creatures of darkness. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think they like take pride in that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that surely would have ended poorly for the vampire. Who were you rolling with by the time you encountered the vampire? I, I was playing my uh, my Iron Heroes character, who probably maybe also could have taken the vampire later, but it was a level two character. Like Iron Heroes characters are pretty badass, but was still only level two. Can we talk for just a second yeah. about how we have a patron who... Uh -huh like according to discord is currently playing world of warcraft i didn't know that was a thing people still played <laughs> oh. is is world of warcraft still a thing i don't know it is why says it is, it is and it's awful okay well oh my gosh 
I I heard that there was a they brought back World of Warcraft Classic, which is like the 1.0, and I I remember like, I I I played World of Warcraft starting at like the open beta like ten years ago. It's longer than that. Yeah, it's been longer than that, hasn't it? It's been like fifteen years. So when I heard they were bringing back Classic as as you know as 1.0 or whatever it was. I was like, oh, but that's not gonna that's not gonna be fun. That's the opposite of fun. People think they have like good memories of what World of Warcraft used to be. And so then I heard about how a lot of people were submitting bug reports and shit, and the vast majority of the bug reports could be answered with like, nope, that's working as intended. <laughs> that's how 1.0 was. <laughs> I have a lot of actually I actually have a lot of very fond memories in World of Warcraft. It's where I met my husband. I love that story, honestly. Well, uh, that's all I had planned to talk about. <laughs> it's been 18 minutes, Monica. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I almost was like, I never liked World of Warcraft, but. Oh, whoopty mm, shit. Whoopty shit. The was... nerd version of I don't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't? Mm. You don't eat McDonald's? Okay. <laughs> I don't drink soda. <sighs> now I sort of play Destiny. No, now I actually am playing um I, I am actually playing No Man's Sky again. Uh I come back to it like every year or so to be like, oh what's uh, what's No Man's Sky up to? And it's always a different game and it's always like 50% better than the last year. Um and I accidentally got one of my buddies playing it again who had not played it since release. So he was like, oh my god, it's a real game now! <laughs> I was like, yeah, dog, there's a lot of changes. So, okay, so let's let's go back to Calvin Ball, the Chaos RPG mashup for a sec. Oh, okay. I assume you want to hear about the other player characters, right? Not just about I me. I do. Yeah, so Eddie Webb was playing a My Little Pony from the My Little Pony RPG. Uh, he, oh my god. He was an Earth Pony named Jack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> stole the fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Definitely like everyone being like, there's a tiny horse here and it talks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, also, like, everyone was playing with the idea that, you know, the rules of your game are the rule, are like the way that you understand the universe. Okay. So in the pony RPG, apparently you can't, characters don't die. They just get knocked out. Or okay, get yeah, that makes sense. That right, sounds, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But Eddie played that as though Jack had no concept of death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, when we drop into this world where people are actively dying, was hilarious. That yeah, that's that's actually kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was some top quality dark humor. Okay. So there was a My Little Pony. There was a My Little Pony. Dixie intentionally made a cringy Sailor Moon OC. Using the old Tristat Sailor Moon game. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing! That was incredible. It was okay. so funny. And then she took all the like drawbacks that meant she had to basically like pose and yell out her attack names. Okay. And then she played the character completely straight as if they were literally a cartoon character who was sort of self-aware that they were in a TV show. Oh, oh my god. Okay. And meanwhile, this is a D&D &D world with a vampire eating people. Correct. Okay. So, another player named Erica, who I had never met before, but she's awesome, and I hope I get to play with her again sometime, played an expert for Monster of the Week. 
Okay. Which, if all you, right. If you can imagine the expert being just sort of like, all right, I know what all this stuff is, or being like, okay, I can roll with what's going on here. Yeah, to play someone genre savvy in a game that has eight different genres. genres. Yes. <laughs> That's so, My Little Pony. That's a Sailor Scout. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, like, the expert was just like, okay, I know what these things are because pop culture and also I'm genre savvy and also, like, I've, I've, I've seen Game of Thrones. I kind of know what's going on here. But okay. also, I'm from Monster of the Week, where my job is, like, researching and fighting monsters, so I'm also yeah. equipped to deal with this. And then occasionally panicking in bisexual whenever, like, one of the really powerful characters would do something. okay okay phenomenal utterly fucking phenomenal and like they they were definitely supposed to be like a grizzled veteran monster hunter and then the the player had drawn like a cool scar on their face for the stream oh okay that was awesome so there's me playing four different characters but started with an exalt then went to an iron heroes character the expert the my little pony the sailor scout and then um the last character was a, a through the breach character Mm-hmm. I did not, unfortunately, get to cycle around with my Through the Breach character so that our two Through the Breach characters could be like, oh, same hat! Uh, <laughs> Finally! Yeah. Something I understand! Yeah, who is playing an overseer, which is the pursuit that like makes you really fucking good at teamwork and like making people work together. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was interesting to have this, like, our support character <laughs> was from another game entirely. And, like, one of the things they can do is basically, like, put a card down that other people could cheat. So we had to try to figure out, like, how does that work? Because I can't, like, what does the 13 of Rams do for my character who rolls 10d10? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So Danielle's, like, conversion ruling was basically like, okay, if you receive help from someone outside your game you receive the help in the form of the teamwork bonus from your game. Okay, yeah. All right. Man, this is something that she could, like, write a quick supplement for. I mean, <laughs> like she could just make a Calvin Ball supplement and throw it up on drive-thru. Be like, Chaz, here's how you play with any character you want. Chaz asked, did we have any limits about what kind of characters we were allowed to bring? No, absolutely not. We could play anything we wanted to at any level, which is why I brought a hugely experienced Exalted 2nd Edition Solar. Jesus. All right. Well, next time this uh next time this rolls around, I'm torn between like making a Chuck Tingle character using fate <laughs> or trying to stat someone from Lords of Gossamer and Shadow <laughs> and bring a diceless character in. Yeah. <laughs> Amber diceless. Yep, yep. Chaz says a uh, Passion de la Passiones character. That would be great. That would be great. That would be hilarious. Be hilarious. Yeah, that would be so funny. Or I mean, that's that's PBTA, so that's like actually really manageable. Like the PBTA character and the through the breach character actually had really manageable rules because the GM doesn't have to do anything to them; just respond to what they do. Right. Yeah. So like the through the breach character doesn't have to target anything; they just have to beat a set difficulty, basically. And like you know, we all we know how PBTA works. Like the the complication or whatever is what makes shit happen. So, like, those two characters actually were pretty easy to deal with. So could I have brought, like, a like a character from Lancer with a giant robot? Yeah. D would have been, like... D would have just rolled with it. She would have just rolled with it? Yeah. Man, that's spooky. <laughs> well, so the, the, the point of doing this is basically a thought experiment. 
Like, right. Obviously, yeah. it's hilarious. And like the, the opportunities for role play are great. And it leads to this wacky adventure between all these very different characters who are very different power levels and a sort of the enjoyment of like a pan fandom or whatever freeform roleplay, right? Right. And But the thought experiment behind it is basically rules don't matter. Like, yeah. They do, yeah, but, okay. they, but they don't. So like a game's mechanics are not the thing that necessarily makes a game enjoyable. Mm. And that like... And, and this is from someone who writes games, by the way. So <laughs> the, the the point is that, like, this is a this is an experiment where the hypothesis is people make the game fun. I like it. I, yeah. I feel like it. I feel like it's also like a good way to, like, stretch like GM chops. Too. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it is also a huge GM flex. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, uh, from playing in it, I mean, she's right. Like, what happens when a. A monster of the week, a monster of the week character, a My Little Pony, a Sailor Scout from a game from the nineties, an Exalt, and a character from Through the Breach who is like talent level, like from from um, Trinity Continuum, where they're like regular yeah, yeah. people, regular people, but pretty badass. Uh, so how do you like? Does balance matter when you have characters so wildly different, and how can they all fight the same thing? And like, can that be enjoyable for all parties involved? And just like any other game, the answer is totally yes, but you you do have to buy in and make your own enjoyment. Yeah, it would take a certain it would take a certain group if you have like the, our our you know our old favorite straw man, the player that just wants to win, then it's not going to be a fun game. But then why would you invite that person to this game? Right. Uh, did we have a character? Anyone have a character from a game where players can edit the world? No, not really. Uh, we did have the interesting thing of like the monster of the week character was like, okay, well, I get to ask questions on this, but not all of them apply. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I didn't, I didn't actually get to like roll or do anything with the exalt before I, I poofed out of the scene. Oh no. <laughs> I, well, like, were you just there looking cool? You see, what had happened was, I, I just was being the player who sort of takes charge of like the plot moving along oh okay yeah because i like there were points at which it seemed like people were pretty willing to just stand around and be like what are you what are you doing yeah i was i'm a pony i'm a pony you're a sailor scout why is everyone a cartoon yeah you're really tall like there would have been we would have done that for an hour um (laughs) (laughs) so like we did a little role play confusion. Here's all these strange people. Wow, it's weird that we can understand each other. Wow, you're a cartoon. You're also a cartoon. You're a weird looking big person wearing a lot of gold. Why are you wearing so much gold? Like, <laughs> And then to keep things moving, playing a character who's kind of a leader character to begin with was also just like, all right, well, we should go ask these people what's going on. And they were like, well, we don't know if they're safe. And my character, you know, playing a, a Zenith Solar, just like, okay, well, I'm not afraid of them, so I'm going to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, I, I'm also playing a character with a high presence and high charisma, so of course I'm going to talk to people. Like, so the first part of the game was just me sort of socially tanking for the party and being like, you there, NPC, tell me what is happening. <laughs> and just, <laughs> just, just doing the thing where, like, I am the person, the player, who keeps the thing moving forward. Mm-hmm. Which in retrospect, also felt a little bit like I was talking over people or or like talking for people. <laughs> but also you pointed out that they were they kind of were in need of 
I, leadership. I, I think we we definitely needed to be nudged along at the beginning. I don't want that to sound like, oh, these people weren't doing any things. But sometimes sometimes it's good to have someone who takes initiative, especially in um, a situation where, like, I didn't know two of the three pe- five people playing uh, and they didn't mm-hmm. know me. So it was also an icebreaker, too. Yeah. So, yeah. like, help both helping the party come together. The My Little Pony definitely needed to know that we were all friends. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that out of the way first. Gotta get that out of the way first. Don't want to make enemies with that pony. No. We, yes, of course, little buddy, we are, in fact, all friends. So, yeah, that was, you know, it was like, okay, we'll talk to this NPC. We'll ask all these NPC questions. And because, like, I broke the ice on starting things, then, then like, then the expert steps forward and is like, okay, well, I have a, a move that actually applies to the situation. I'm going to use it now. And then the sailor scout is like, oh, I have a scanner that lets me determine evil energy. I'm going to use it now. And so by basically <laughs> being the person who pushed forward, uh, I opened the door for everybody else to do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, like you're like, okay, now, now I'm going to start doing my action stuff. And they're like, oh, I have action stuff too. Like, right. Yeah. Icebreaker. Yeah. So just, and also by virtue of playing a character I was very comfortable with and have played for a really long time, even though they've been in retirement for ages, it was also easier for me to just sort of like, get in the groove and then like i didn't have to think or spend time being like well what would my character say because i know the answer yeah yeah and also like that character has a sort of a quick wit and a funny turn of phrase so it was also pretty entertaining for the audience and my other players (laughs) like i get that that comedian feedback when i say something witty in character and the whole party laughs yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I miss Sarah's. Aw. <laughs> I miss Cricket, too. Gonna have to bring that shit back when Essence is actually, like, playable. Essence demo time. Yeah. It, uh, I miss our witty banter. <laughs> <laughs> I miss our banter. Anyway, so would you try to run a game like that? Me? Yeah. It depends on the players. Um, But, uh... For the purpose of... Purpose? Yes, for the purpose of this thought experiment. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's assume that like you're running this game for people you like as the same way that you know yeah okay D did like everyone everyone who was in that game was d's friend then yeah absolutely i wouldn't run it as like a con game oh, absolutely but i would totally run not. with a bunch of friends just you know bring whatever character you want let's make it work i want i think i would get like mostly D characters though <laughs> i mean <laughs> probably Honestly, having like three D and D characters, and then like one scum and villainy, and one like completely out there, like like a powered by the apocalypse character from some random—I mean, just that alone would be enough. That would be pretty entertaining. Uh, the 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 VOD video on demand will be up eventually. Uh, VOD VOD. All right. Well, so I guess I, we can talk about a, the other I don't topic. Have a lot of juice. Yeah, so, uh, we like that. I don't know if I have much more to say on that either, other than like the the thought experiment from a design perspective that like, you know, the rules. So it's interesting because the rules matter because like a game setting and mechanics matter for framing the way you play. And like, that's literally how you curate the experience, right? Like that's yeah. those are your tools for playing the game you want to play and the game you want to make, you know, but in the like action of doing the thing they matter so much less especially if you like throw them all together 
basically change, yeah, it, change it, it if you want to you can, go on yeah, change, change it if you want to like olympics version yeah <laughs> i i feel like it's also you know it's a the way she handled oh you you drew this card how does your teamwork translate to another game setting it's also an interesting way to to show how how systems can kind of be broken down into really similar moves and abilities like yeah okay you you drew this card but ultimately that just means you help them in this way so we'll translate that into their setting or their systems version of that yeah Yeah, it's uh something to wrap my head around Also, I was familiar with basically every system but the My Little Pony game. Yeah, that one's a real that one's a real head scratcher. <laughs> you brought a pony to a vampire game. Oh, he can't die, it's alright. Oh, I'd probably make an old changeling character. I'd probably make like a knocker or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we yeah. talked about doing it again and then maybe focusing a little bit more on on OPP games, because it's technically an OPP stream. Uh, yeah, which I, I, like that <laughs> yeah. might be just as fun. I think it would be because again, the rules part doesn't matter that much. It would be less stressful yeah. for Danielle. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and we're all rolling d10s at that point, right? At, at that point, like I think a, an all OPP game from anything White Wolf or OPP at any point would be a much different thought experiment because then the translation is much more narrow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, if I made a a psychic from Aeon, and I'm playing it alongside a changeling from Changeling First or Second Edition, cha- uh, Changing the Lost, to be clear. Like our dice probability is the same. Like it's difficulty one for both yeah. of us at base, yeah. right? Like, and you can you can pretty clearly and easily give the changeling complications to the same result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And, like, enhancement is more or less literally automatic successes, so that translates over pretty nicely. So, like, if yeah. you give enhancement to... If, if my talent has a thing where I give enhancement to someone else, they it just zoops into the other system as automatic successes. <laughs> <laughs> zoops. It's zoops. Technical term. Yeah, so that's interesting to me. Uh, like, it, it breaks down a little bit once you start throwing in, like, old world vampires or exalts but it's still close enough that like it's it's an easier translation i think than if then we're then like this person uses a card deck and this person uses percentile dice and this person's using 2d6 and this person is rolling 50 d10s (laughs) (laughs) well monica (laughs) yeah oh we didn't we didn't mid episode break at all um so you know remember to support nerdy kathy Uh, use code support BX- nerdy Cappy. use code bxpcast at checkout for 10 percent off your order i don't fucking know listen to she's a super geek or something that's my mmp plug mm-hmm. sorry rob mm-hmm. um support us on patreon give us a dollar you can sit in on these rollicking good times um <laughs> we hit 50 pa- patrons recently yeah we did hit 50 patrons recently Monica, Monica and I are gonna, when, when I, when, honestly, both of us are like, we got a lot going on. Fucking and when we have right a little bit less going on, we're going to talk about what we want to do to celebrate breaking that 50 Patreon mark, because that's a big deal. Y'all's support means so much to us. 
you are in part going to help me fix my computer, which is so grateful, which is so uh, generous of you. It's probably a tax write-off. Yes, uh, trust me, it is. <laughs> Do, uh, this thing is so important to me, and I'm very bummed. <laughs> Support Patreon and do oh, oh leave us reviews. Yep. Uh I think that's it for the break. But now what do we do for the end, Monica? Monica. Okay, we'll just just do the normal end. Monica. Yes, right. Where can they find our show? They can find our show at misdirectedmark.com. Click on the BXP icon. We also have a website that we haven't updated, so I'm not gonna I I'm working on it. Alright, cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> can they uh, okay i'm putting the microphone in my mouth now we're being fucking called can out they, in the chat right now can they email us they can email us at bonus can they that feels weird <laughs> i'm sorry what what's our email <laughs> bonus exp cast at gmail.com the word sex isn't it <laughs> All right. Twitter at bonus exp cast. What about you on Twitter? Uh, Ray underscore Cole. No, <gasps> I've spoken it back into existence. <laughs> I'm no, I'm Ray W. Cole. Mm. What about you? I'm Zena Sun. No underscore or W's. And that's it for our show. That's it for our show. Get out of here. Um. <laughs> Check out our OnlyFans for Ray chewing on microphones. (laughs) I'm going to carry on a microphone. Cozy pictures (sighs) of us making characters. Yep. Eating Cheetos. No, no sexy content at all. (laughs) Nothing. Unless you're really into Cheetos, I guess. And pajamas. All right, that's it. I'm fucking done. All right, that's it. We gotta gotta go. (laughs) I love you guys. Everybody get out. (laughs) Okay. We'll be back later. Change it. Change it. If you want to. Change it if you want to. You can change it if you want to. <laughs> I have no idea what that's gonna sound I, like. I can't stop her. <sighs> Bye. Good Bye. <laughs> Do I have to do this? Ugh, fine. Bonus Experience is written and produced by Monica and Ray. And edited by Margaret. Our logo and art is by Nino Studios. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. Our theme song is Reuse Noise with the Light by CDK. And is used under the Attribution Non-Commercial Creative Commons license. BXP is part of the Misdirected Mart Network. Uh, I'm not reading this. Fuck it. Bye.